Hello, and welcome to Pod Catalyst, IADC's podcast dedicated to emerging trends and thought leadership within the communications profession. I'm Peter Finn, Executive Director of the International Association of Business Communicators, or IABC. And every few weeks, I will interview a thought leader where they can share their perspective on the profession and provide insight on a diverse set of issues facing professionals today. For our second Pod Catalyst interview, I spoke with Jessica Nunez, IABC member and president of TruePoint Communications about her reflection on 2020 and the coming year. Jessica provides a unique perspective as a business leader and seasoned communications professional. For those not familiar with TruePoint Communications, they are a three-time Inc. 5000 and top 100 rapidly growing integrated communications agency that leverages marketing strategy, digital media, and public relations to propel brands forward. So Jessica, thanks so much for joining me today to speak a little bit about what you do. And this is our ongoing podcast series, Pod Catalyst. And the whole point is to really talk to experts in the field and folks doing some really innovative things around communication. So really glad to have a chance to speak with you. And just to kick things off, you want to tell us a little bit about yourself, about your agency, about some of the things that you've been up to? Absolutely. Thank you, Peter. Well, I'm Jessica Nunez. I'm founder of TruePoint Communications, and we're an integrated marketing agency, and we've been in business going on 15 years in 2021, and we propel brands forward. So everything we do is filtered through the idea, can we propel or catalyze a brand with our communications and our marketing strategies? We have two practice groups. We have marketing communications, so public relations, influencer marketing, crisis communications, corporate communications all follows through Marcom and digital media practice groups. So social media, organic, paid, paid digital, all of that flows through our digital media practice group. TruePoint has 30 strategists and communication professionals today. And we were prior to COVID, we were actually um, had a remote work environment for some of our team. And we have grown in that aspect, obviously, since COVID and the quarantine has started. And we remain currently as of January 2021. When we're doing this interview, we are working remotely with our team and really successful with that. They've enjoyed it quite a bit. Yeah. And I guess just to kind of build on the year that we've had, everyone's plans kind of changed for many in March or February of last year. But I'm curious to hear about, you know, some of the things that you've done at your agency to you know, now with a lot of folks being remote, but still being nimble, everyone's probably had some challenges on a personal, uh, you know, self-care is certainly very, very important these days. But like as an agency, what, what are some of the things that you've done to, I guess, drive innovation, help your staff, support your staff, and, and really meet the expectations of your clients? Absolutely. So in 2020, our theme kicking off in January was create and motivate had no idea how important that would be as we went into COVID and you know, remains in the pandemic throughout the year. But create and motivate is what really motivated or charged our team with, that starts with us first, right? If we're creating solutions, creating positive outcomes and staying motivated, then we can do the same for our clients. And so we lived out that theme throughout 2020. And some of the ways we did that was one, Like I mentioned to you, we were already working as a hybrid team in office and remote. And then obviously we went fully remote in the pandemic. And we were were big time on video, on the phone, communications drives the firm. So we are, we're a communications agency. We have to be really great at communicating. I say that all the time to our team and I live it out. So quick phone calls, we would do walk and talks. 
where I could tell somebody was drained, they were exhausted. And I would say, you know, hey, have you been outside? <laughs> no, I haven't. Okay, great. We need to do this call outside. So call me when you're at the end of your driveway. Call me when you're out of your apartment. And then we'll do the call. And it was really important to get them out, get them going and do the health check-ins. We did a fourth quarter, you know, we do social media for our clients. We're 24 seven communications in general prior to the pandemic is a 24 seven business where we're always on for our clients. So it was really important as we went into the fourth quarter that we scheduled out intentional time for our team to have off, that they could have mental breaks, they could have health breaks. And so Leading up into the Thanksgiving timeframe, we did that as a trial and really planned out time off for everyone and communicated that across the entire agency. And then we did it again towards end of year for the entire month of December, intentional time off for everyone to make sure that they took it and that they had it. We also do a lot of fun gifting, we call them gifting initiatives, but just they're they're loving on our team. Right now we're working on one. Well, I guess I shouldn't, they haven't gotten it yet. We're doing one with our clients. You know, we love on our clients too. love and a mug for Valentine's day. And so, you know, sitting there with some cute true point mugs and some hot chocolate bombs, whatever's trending on Instagram, you know, we all like to unbox that at home. We like to bring that experience to our team and to our clients. That's fantastic. Well, I, I, that's really heartening to hear. It sounds like you've done a lot of great work with your staff. And I, I guess along those lines too, I mean, just as a leader of the agency, or one or two key takeaways from 2021 that's maybe changed you as a leader or changed your perspective, whether it's you know, working with your team or, or directly with clients or just the industry in general? Yeah, I would say whether you're an agency owner like I am, or you're a manager of a team, or you're just, I think every individual is a leader. I'm a big believer in everybody leads by demonstrating leadership. And I think it all starts with each one of us. I think that's a big thing that we learned starting with going into quarantine, right? So my actions as a leader matter, not just what I tell or ask my team, but what I demonstrate for them as well. And so it's really important that we walk the walk and talk the talk, right? If we're gonna talk the talk, we walk the walk. So I think leaders learned that in 2020. And we have to continue to live that out. We also have the leader's pace is the pulse of the firm. So I'm a big believer in if I am paralyzed by what's going on, just by that action, I am likely slowing down my firm or paralyzing my firm completely. So I think it's really important for leaders to consider their own mental health and do those mental check-ins and work through those hurdles quickly. Because if we're allowing what's going on in the world to paralyze us, whether it's analysis paralysis or any other action. I think that it's really important to remember that as a leader, the pace of the leader is the pulse of the business. And so those are some things that I just kind of, you know, as I look back on 2020, I think there are things we know, but that we had to live out. And we saw some businesses do that well and and others reflect on how we could do it better. I think that's really been difficult for so many people that are, well, leading an organization in the pace of change and being able to, you know, just, you know, be present for everyone. And yeah, as you said, I mean, to really just keep things moving. More externally focused, what are some of the, you know, sort of looking forward for this year and even into 2022, what are some of those emerging trends that, that you see, you know, the communicators or the folks in the communications profession should really be keeping an eye on? Absolutely. So I think one of the complaints that has always been in our industry is that communicators aren't consistently in the boardroom. 
well, we are now. And never have we been needed in the boardroom as much as we were in 2020. So I think it's really important that we hold on to that and that we earn that spot, keeping that spot, right? And the way we do that is we stay engaged with our leadership. We are proactive in bringing to them what they need to be looking ahead and planning towards, whether it's mitigating a crisis or evaluating how they can do better in their business. They're being, the communicator is the counselor and they're being looked at as the expert now. I think communications and HR are two expertise of business that were called upon in 2020. And we have the ability to hold our leadership positioning if we continue to be proactive, right? If we end up being reactive and we wait for the crisis to hit, then we'll always be treated as that reactive. We'll pull them in when we need them and otherwise we don't need to hear from them. But if we leverage what's been happening from 2020 to today, right? It didn't stop in 2020. It's not going to stop in 2021. This is the opportunity for communicators to continue to counsel senior leadership, be proactive, look ahead, let them know what kind of implications might be ahead in their business and advise them on how communications internally and externally plays a role. And I think that is the opportunity. Never more has communications been needed in our businesses, in our communities, and that's the opportunity in our profession. Is there anything that's happened recently you could share just as sort of an example, maybe with one of your clients or where you, you are in the, you know, in the boardroom or really you know, working closely with folks in the C-suite? Is there something that you could share out about that? Yeah, well, all of 2020 was a crisis. So (laughs) we have many to speak about that, you know, we had several instances where we had clients who, especially when the Black Lives Matter movement took off, um, you know, obviously we had the murder of George Floyd, and then we had the growth of the Black Lives Matter movement, and we had clients who wanted to engage, and we had to have really frank conversations with them that you need to look internally first, and you need to evaluate your business This is not a communications issue. This is a business issue. This is a people issue. You need to look at the the core of your business and you need to go back to your core values of your business and your people and really do a thorough review because it's one thing for you to say that you support this, but how are you living it out? Do your employees believe and feel supported? Does your community, your customers, do they see this? Do they feel this? And what we actually did for a client is sent them a really thorough audit of all the places in their business that they needed a check and that they needed to hear that it's not okay the way you're operating like this and you need to make some change here. And we did that for a lot of clients. And that was a really important moment because they were able to take action in that moment. And they were able to begin the change that they needed. And as a communicator, that might not normally have fallen in our spot, right? It might have gone to HR. In many cases, we had to also hold HR accountable and share implications of that. And I would say for many clients who had issues where they had to really look at diversity, equity, and inclusivity, it wasn't just HR. It starts at the leadership, right? And goes all the way through the business, And we were able to be impactful in that way. And not only, you know, 
obviously does it feel good because it's the right thing to do. But as communicators, we got to see the complexity of our roles. Too many times people say, well, I do internal communications. I send out the newsletters. I manage the internet or I do PR externally and I manage external communications. Our roles are so much more complex than that. And they have the opportunity to really catalyze and propel the brand forward if we're really being transparent and authentic with our clients and our case as an agency or internally with our teams and our leadership. Yeah, I, I guess we think about the last year and one of the other issues that you know, certainly is, has come up is misinformation or the fact that more trust needs to be built, the greater transparency the public's greater desire for transparency. And, you know, we have at IBC, we have a, a trends watch task force, and those have been, you know, two big things, trust and transparency. And I guess just to get your perspective on how can communicators build more trust with those that we serve and advise clients and, and those that we work with, because it, it seems to be more and more of paramount you know, importance than ever before. And yeah, just if you have any thoughts on that. Absolutely. So I love the saying that the currency of business is trust. And that we know that to be true. We saw that to be true in 2020 when businesses lost trust. And and you can look at, honestly, pull a crisis, a notable crisis from a brand, pull the date and timeframe of that crisis. If they're publicly traded, go look at their stock, right? And that'll prove to you that the currency of business is trust. And so what I'm seeing as a trend in that space is that we must help our clients maintain that trust. I feel like communications is the trust bank and we can make deposits. And when withdrawals come through, we can help make sure that those withdrawals are minor and not being withdrawn in buckets. And what we're seeing happen right now, and a lot of that is obviously because of social media, that when a client or a brand, when a brand has a misstep, unfortunately, they are not moving quickly enough. They are not being decisive enough and they are not being in touch with their audience. And therefore most brands are getting withdrawals of trust in buckets. And I think what could be done differently and what we've been doing differently with our clients is one, we move very quickly. I think if you're working in communications in 2021, I mean, I told somebody the other day, I've been, you know, for about a year before 2020, I was saying that the first 45 minutes is what matters most. The decisions that you make in the first 45 minutes of a crisis are telling. And you can look back at how brands have reacted in the first 45 minutes. What is your information system, your processes? How quickly can you get to the decision maker? If your social media team on the front lines has a wildfire that starts brewing, do they know how quickly they can move to get to the decision makers that matter most? Meaning like your CMO, your CEO, or are they going to be running it through the social media manager who sends it to a couple of other managers who maybe after lunchtime get it to the CMO who checks their email in the evening and by then, you know, it's blowing up. And so we have to really look through our processes and make sure that we are texting in real time or calling, picking up the phone in real time and saying, hey, we we need to meet right now. This is, we need decisions on this. Treating the crisis and making decisions on the go forward 
that crisis in the moment. And that doesn't always mean being reactive. I think brands are too reactive sometimes, which only adds fuel to the fire. We have to remember that as a result of social media, people want to sound off. And sometimes just giving them the space to sound off is what they deserve or what they need. And many times a brand wants to go back and forth and that only fuels the fire. Or they say it the wrong way because they didn't listen. And as communicators, we have to help our executives listen. And we have to remember that our CEOs, when we bring them into the decision-making, they're not living on social media. Not all of them are using social media the way we are. And so we have to be there to educate them and say, I know this feels like a lot right now. And I know you want to be really defensive, but that's not the best course of action right now. Here's the way we recommend going. And here's why. Here's the implication if you go that other route. Right? We have to be fast in showing them the outcomes of our actions and our reactions. And so that's what we've learned about. I mean, that's one, you know, I work a lot in crisis and brand, um, external brand PR. And so that's one piece of it. You know, as far as the information that we put out, and I think that's where obviously a lot of mistrust has come forth. <laughs> I feel like my mantra for 2021 is trust and verify. I've been telling people this forever. Like, I mean, we know this. Mom or dad sends you an article and you're like, mom, go to Snopes, check it out. Or you're right. Like, I mean, back in the day, mom, this isn't true. But these days I feel like I'm having to counsel not just clients, but you know, just everyone. Trust and verify this source. Look at who wrote the article. There are pay for play everywhere now. It exists. We all know that we can buy access to a notable media publication and push out articles. So therefore, let's pay attention to who's writing it. We have a client going through a crisis right now. And in the briefing this morning, we had to remind them that the person who wrote this, are they your key audience? Are they your key stakeholder? Is this detrimental to the business? Right? We have to filter all this content through questions like that. Have you felt like companies are getting to that point? Do you see more movement than you've ever seen before and being able to make those kinds of decisions with some of the brands that you've worked with or within your network? We have for sure. I am really curious, you know, maybe this is a dialogue piece that people could engage with us and tell us what are they seeing? I'd be, you know, we are. I mean, I would say I've never seen it more than I have today. The clients are thirsty for what communicators have to say. They want to know our perspective. They want us to tell them what should they do. Then they want to have a dialogue about it, a really healthy, productive dialogue, not a what we used to see, which is, yeah, no, leadership isn't. Thanks so much for that great report and update you did. We're going this direction or we're not doing it. Or later you find out (laughs) what the decision was. I don't feel that that's the way business is operating. I think that Maybe the good leaders are seeing that and they're realizing that, okay, this is really sound counsel and I, I need this insight. I need this perspective and I'm going to create a dialogue and my communicator, whether it's, you know, my PR team, my comms team, they're there to protect the brand and they're my best ally right now in business. I think we're seeing that more than ever. So I just have one more question for you. And I hate to kind of dwell on the negative rather than saying, you know, what keeps you up at night? Like what gets you up in the morning? Like what's, uh, what, what excites you? I, you know, I know there has to be some probably some days over the last year where that's, that's a tough thing to do, but 
what are, uh, what, what excites you? What gets you up in the morning? Yeah, well, I get up in the morning. I love what I've always loved what I do. I love marketing communications, integrated marketing communications. I love the innovation of our industry. What has occurred in the past, you know, 15 years in communications is absolutely exciting. The opportunity we have with senior leadership now to really evoke change in business is exciting. That thrills me. It motivates me. I love working with leadership to drive their business forward and propel their brands. And I love that CEOs really are seeing communicators as their ally now. And, you know, before I feel like we were this gray line to revenue, we're an expense item, whether you're, you know, a hired out agency or you're the comms team internally, you're the first one to go. We didn't see that in 2020. HR and comms were held on to, they were used throughout the year. And we saw how needed our business council is. That excites me that this is the opportunity to really shape and regain trust in business that we can be a core piece of that. And that's, that's the opportunity for every communicator. Awesome. Well, Jessica, thank you so much for speaking with me today. And I love your perspective on you work with corporate leaders and the brands and, the, and certainly your comments on crisis communication. So this has been really, really fantastic. So thanks so much for your time. Thank you, Peter. This was really fun. I love the podcast and I appreciate the time. Take care. Thank you. Again, thanks to Jessica for speaking with me. Uh, we will have other Pod Catalyst episodes in February, so keep an eye out for those. And as always, thank you for your membership.